Previously on Vultures. Good day to you. Dan McGrain, Dick, reporting for narration duties. Ah, it was a long day, but we were within inches of solving this murder. We had deduced that Basil McGuire had been murdered so as to cause a decoy. Tom Moriarty knew that a hotel full of detectives couldn't resist solving the murder of the greatest Irish detective, and so McGuire's murder would allow him and his lady muscle for hire, Maeve Monroe, to steal Noel Lovejoy's rare Irish detective antiquities. Their plan was almost perfect. Monroe had drugged Ned, placed a murder weapon in his room, and stole his van keys, framing our ally and procuring themselves the means to escape. But Ned had tracked him down and halted their attempts to steal his van. All done and dusted, you may think, but no. Tennyson had spotted a black sack moving away from Ned's van unnoticed during the subsequent kerfuffle. What will happen? Grip your armrest tight, dear listeners, for episode 18, The Man in the Black Bin Liner and Susan. Beaten but unbowed, the four detectives of VPI gave chase around the back of the Wisteria Lodge Hotel. Run faster! I'm ahead of you! Me too! Me three! Wait for me, lads! I can't run fast in sandals! We turned a corner into the Rose Garden when... Oh no. I've known in my near 15 years of detective work that one of the most central elements to a good detective story is the plot twist. It's almost commonplace in any good mystery yarn. And right now, by God, we'd run right into one. We turned a corner to find a gun pointed at us. A gun pointed at us by a man wearing a black bin liner. A man in a black bin liner who just happened to be the deceased Basil McGuire. This is a most surprising plot twist, my friends. Basil! You framed us. Oh, James, I never framed you. You and Dan are my two favourite students, and I'm quite partial to little Janine and little Nile. I framed that foul-mouthed little warden, and I stole his patented escape via Black Binliner's trick. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you. Oh, look, if you're going to blame the dog, I didn't bring him. He's not here, okay? I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you. That's all. All right. Why would you do this, Basil? You were our mentor. Our sage, Basil. McGrain, I became the most famous detective Ireland has ever seen, and look what happened. Everyone knows what I look like. My face is blasted all over magazines, books, tacky radio shows like <laughs> the society pages of VIP magazine. I might be famous, but no one hires me. I've gone bankrupt, my books aren't selling, my career has crashed. The only thing that was left for me to do was to defeat the people I knew best. Detectives. Lad, that's just bad form, like. You knew the AGM was coming up, so you set up this whole plan to fleece the hotel with Moriarty. Moriarty is our master villain. He'd sell Lovejoy's valuable collection on eBay and we'd split the proceeds. So I beg you now, my friends, please let me walk away into the Carlo Sunset. Basil, we can't let you walk away into the Carlo Sunset. You always taught us that a good detective never stops pursuing his quarry. And a good villain never lets the heroes live. You've no reason to kill us, Basil. Oh, I'm afraid I do. I was getting ready to fake my murder when you four stumbled into the room and I had to play dead before I'd even applied my head wound. You made it quite awkward. Even more awkward when I realized that you were recording everything. Tennyson, you're mic'd up and I know it. I heard you. I want all your recording equipment. Look, Basil, don't worry. He hasn't been recording since... Uh, I started recording again, Jim. Damn it, Tennyson, you're too honest. That's your problem. Hand it over, now. We've lost this round. Don't hand it over, Tennyson. If there's evidence, we'll need it. Shh, Janine, shh. The big boys are talking. Tennyson, give me all your recording devices now, and you'll walk away. But forensics, Basil, they'll know you're not dead. How many times do they do an autopsy in the game of Cluedo, eh? 
Very true, Basil, but if you were to play a game of operations straight after... Put a sock in it, McGrain! Tennyson, give that evidence to the sweet little girl. I don't want any of you big strong boys pulling fast ones. Tennyson, hand Janine the talkie-walkies. Walkie-talkies. And over she went, like a sad little ginger puppy with her head hung low. Put them on the ground now like a good little girl. Janine slowly placed Tennyson's surveillance equipment on the ground as Basil pointed his gun and... Basil destroyed everything Tennyson had recorded with two efficient bullets. The entire audio case file. Our game was up, but at least we'd get to walk away. We're going to walk away into the Carlos sunset now, Basil, if you don't mind. Sorry, McGrain, that was a little white lie. You four are the biggest pieces of evidence left. Basil pointed the gun at Janine's head. She closed her eyes. Oh God, just, just go to the closing music. I need to catch my breath. Go to the closing music. To be continued in the next episode of Vultures. This program is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee.